We are back. <clears throat> episode four. Indeed. Sonic Boys. The Sonic Boys podcast, episode four. We appreciate everybody that's been tuning in over the past couple of weeks and everything. It's just, it's amazing to see the support. Yeah, we've been getting crazy, crazy views, even on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, everything. I mean, it's it's really a lot more than we thought, to be honest. Yeah, when we first started this, remember we were saying the other day, we were like, yo, this shit is going to get maybe three views. Like, we weren't trying to limit ourselves, but we was like, this shit is going to be like... You know when you start shit like you don't know how it's gonna. Yeah, go. you don't. You don't really think it's gonna like resonate a lot, and then you yeah. like start to see these numbers grow like every day, and we're we're really overwhelmed with it, and we really we really support it. And we we really fuck with it. Yeah, all the people tuning in, the Instagram reels, the TikToks, mm-hmm. everything. We love y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. And we're gonna keep going up. Right now, we at like what 40, 40 44 subscribers. So damn. That's yeah, crazy, yeah, it's bro. pretty crazy, honestly. Two this weeks, is... literally wow. two weeks, like today. Yeah, yeah. So Holy it's pretty crazy, shit, bro. Road to 100, bro. Yeah. 100 yeah, Those little benchmarks, you know? Yep. Yeah. 100, 100 is coming soon. Facts. Um, today, though, we will be diving into quite a different range of topics. You know, we're trying yeah. to switch it up each week and, and talk about some cool shit, some interesting shit. Um, this week, we're going to be talking about travel, getting out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. uh, some of the trips that we've took over the course of the past few years, and uh, maybe a little bit about sports. Betting, you know, I whatever. I want to talk about those UFC fights because those fights were crazy. We talk about Patty the fucking body. Patty the body. We don't, we get, don't knocked get knocked out. out. <laughs> Yo, we fuck with you, Patty the Batty. Bro. Yo, Patty the Batty, okay. if you ever watch this, bro, we want to get you on the fucking podcast. We will fly your ass out. We don't <laughs> care, bro. We will get you on the fucking podcast somehow. Yo. Patty is gangster, bro. I fuck with Patty. Yeah, Patty the Batty's a, a G. Yeah, some people be hating on Patty though. They be talking shit. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a good prospect, bro. I think he's yeah. gonna be really good, dude. He has the fucking personality. Yeah. I mean, that's really what. And again, let's be honest. The, the dude can fight 100, percent but he probably has a better personality than he is fighter wise. Mm. And the UFC wants that, Fair bro. Point. Who wouldn't want that? Fair point. Who wouldn't want he that? He could bro? always improve too. Dude, you get somebody on a mic, bro, who's controversial like he is. Come on, bro. He's, I know he's controversial. He's just very confident he's, for his like. He's approach. bro. I mean, he was already calling out people. Like he. Was, oh, he was. Dude, after he knocked that dude out, he got on the mic and was like, "I'm the new cash cow." Like, I'm, he's. <laughs> I'm be- I'm like, he's like, I'll best be in the game next week. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, dude. He's he's gonna be big, bro. Oh my god, dude. I love Patty the Batty. Yeah, shout out to you, Patty. Um, but yeah, we're just gonna be talking about a whole bunch of shit today. Um, I guess, bro. Honestly, w- honestly, where we should start though is like. Definitely those trips. Yeah, I, I think trip. definitely the Cali trip that me and you went on. So, yeah. what was the? If you want to go into detail first, like what? How did we start that Cali trip? How did that come to be? Because this was oh, like two man. or three years this ago. This was yeah. This was actually. about this is two yeah two years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty, I think. Um, yeah. So me and you, we've been we were always talking about getting out to Cali because again, you know, when you're somebody from the East Coast, you know, somebody who's making music or even a film director, somebody's in that you know entertainment industry. California is always the, oh, I got to go to Cali, I got to yeah. go to L.A., you know, and a lot of people think that really the only way to make it in that sort of industry is to get your ass on a plane and fly to Cali and try to, you know, see things how they are. And, and now um, we know that's not true. No. It's way it's different not, now. No, it's not way true different. at all. Shout out Cali. We love Cali. It's a beautiful state. It's, you know, it's got a tremendous yeah. uh, people there, but it's just not something that we really rock to it. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when we went there, um, I mean, at first, getting off the plane and everything was... Amazing, 
the plane yeah. ride itself wasn't that great because we had to take a fucking plane from New York oh. all the way up to fucking Washington and then yeah, back fucked. down to fucking L. That was the stupidest shit I think we've ever been to. We, we've ever done. So. Bro, we yeah, we took that plane. What did we fly? Like We didn't Bro. fly Spirit, thank God, because I don't no. think I'd be sitting here right now. No, we, we, no we, we flew Alaskan. Which is probably ne- almost as bad as Spirit. I would never fly yeah, Alaska I, yeah. Airlines again, bro. No. Never. And they gave me like a hundred, two hundred dollar credit, and that shit's going nowhere. So nah, yeah. it's it's Jet I'll Blue. No. See, Jet Blue or Delta, or get out. Like that's, that's Jet Blue. Really my... Well, let's be honest. Jet Blue, they keep it P. <laughs> they keep it P. Shout out to Jet Blue. They pushing P. <laughs> I'm gonna get into that later. Yeah, no, they pushing P for sure. No, they pushing P. But um. Yeah, like we we had that flight to Cali and we had to lay over in Washington, bro. I remember we didn't we eat those fucking weird ass like. Bro, we like had like these weird. Or yeah, Shoot dude. It was like, was dude, we were dude, we were walking in the we're walking in the airport and uh, we were like, yo, we gotta eat something because we were fucking starving. I mean, we dude, we thought the plane ride was only gonna be like what four hours, oh, four and a half so hours, long, so long. And it every time we would talk, we would literally talk to people next door, like literally in the next seat to us, right? And we'd be like, yo. How long? How long we got left? And people would be like, people would be like, oh, another hour we should be there. Like, and another lying. hour passed, and be like, how long should we be there? No, we should be there in another hour. And again, mind you, I fucking hate flying. Like I know I'm in the worst industry to do that because like my industry is all about that. <laughs> so it's I'm either gonna have to get used to it or I'm just gonna like have to become like a fucking garbage man or something because like I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna be able to like just You're keep have to drive everywhere. Yeah, but um, no, yeah. I'm getting better. I'm getting better at it, but um. No, that was that was pretty fucking funny because we were just asking everybody. At that point, we were asking everybody on the plane. Yeah, we're like, yo, when are we getting there, bro? I think at one point I looked out the window and asked the seagull, like, bro, like, do you know <laughs> at what point this plane is supposed it's to like like, land at the destination? And the seagull was like, eh, I don't know. He's like, <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, it was just yeah, it was, it was very confusing and fucking yeah. And then when we got on the plane from Washington to fly down to L.A., I remember my seatbelt not working, and that. You know, sh- go ahead. That shit was bad because when we were flying back to L.A., when we were flying down to L.A., we were going over Oregon, and I remember we were going through a thunderstorm. On the way over? Yes, on the way from Washington to L.A. I remember that shit because I remember the stewardess came over and said we we might experience a little bit of turbulence. And mind you, this was the first time I was on a plane in about 10 years. So not a great great experience getting on a plane again. But, Mm. um, yeah, I mean, it it definitely gets easier now, you know, when you— you know, um, flying and stuff, but yeah, I mean, you know, what's funny though, bro, is, um, you, you mentioned the seatbelt thing and I'm just thinking to myself, like, let's be honest, folks, if a plane is going down, what the fuck is a seatbelt going to do? The seatbelt is, is what? I mean, is that going to stop you, I guess, from being a projectile at that point? <laughs> Your body just becomes still a pro- projectile anyway. Yeah. But if you're in the, if you're buckled in, not, yeah, but that I mean, bitch, whole thing is, is, that bitch is going straight down it doesn't matter what you, I mean, if anything, yeah. you, nah, come on, bro. Yeah, it's, it's it doesn't make any sense, Come bro. On. You're dead as it is. You know, I'm going to be honest. When I fly, when they start talking about, like, in case of an emergency, get the life vest, I just tune it out. I'm like, I don't want to manifest nothing like bro, that. Bro, I don't even I don't know even why listen. they got to say that shit. They have you know, to. Just bro, I, bro, I have so much anxiety already getting on <laughs> I'm like, I don't, need to, I don't need to know what if could happen. Yeah. Like, I, like, it, I don't know. policy, I guess. Just got to do it. But who's really going to be, like, if a plane is going bro. down, are, you, are people going to really be like, okay, what did they say? First, we have to take down. Like no, they say, no so much no shit that I don't even no know no where to that. start. No bro. one is doing that, and no one has ever done that in in, <laughs> in a plane crash. No one is like, come on, let's be honest. Yeah. Fast. No, when I when I went to uh, Colorado in June with Frank, um, 
bro, I think we had like 10 beers each before we got on the plane. <laughs> and this shit was crazy, bro, because um, at that time, when we had bought the tickets, this is a, this is a pretty fucking funny story, bro. Um, at that time, when we bought the, when we bought the tickets, we didn't we couldn't select our seats for some reason. I think because we bought the tickets like two or three days before we got on the plane, right. so the plane was like pretty much almost uh, full up at that time. And um, right, it, this is pretty fucking funny because when we had got to the gate, um, we had we had told the woman we were like, all right, do you know where we're sitting? And she was like, all right, we're gonna put you guys in the the door aisle. You know, like uh, was it the exit? Right. Exit line or whatever the fuck it's called. And, uh, yo, me and Frank are getting on the plane like fucking hammered, bro. And um, we're sitting down on the plane, ready for the plane to take off. And um, the stewardess comes over and she was like, I ne- we need you guys to stand up and, and, you know, swear that in a case of an emergency, you need to be able to assist people to get off the plane. Yeah. Bro, me and Frank looked at the stewardess, bro. And we, we were like, because they were like, do you guys promise... To to and we were like yeah like bro we were fucking hammered dude dude <laughs> of course. yo th- one of the other stewardess bro had seen us getting hammered in the bar because he was there too but he wasn't drinking but he was just hanging out like eating food and uh, bro he looked at us and he gave us that look like you motherfuckers are drunk you know so if this plane goes down you ain't helping no one yeah, bro. bro me and Frank even looked at it no he didn't say anything he was laughing he was fucking laughing bro <laughs> like but yeah no that that was just a funny story no nah, that's hilarious bro. Yeah, like, fly, I don't think I know one person that likes to fly. I mean, I, I don't mind it as much anymore. Yeah, we, we got a guest in the studio. He said that you like flying? Yeah. You like to fly? How come? It's really fun to try. Because I take stock and pride from any time you got me on the trip. Okay. Oh, okay. Like you and your team. Yeah. That's kind of lit, though. You have the camaraderie. Yeah, he's saying that uh, if you got, if you guys can't hear, he's saying that he traveled with his soccer team and stuff like that. So that's kind of like a different yeah. vibe. Yeah. Whereas you're just traveling alone. Or yeah. Thanks. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really like it, but I don't hate it at the same time because it's just, it, it's part of traveling. I mean, you could drive, but the plane sometimes is nice. Yeah. But um, going back to when we were at that airport, bro, I don't know what we ate. What, what was that that oh we ate? Oh my god, bro! They were literally like sushi burritos. I don't know. They were whatever they were. They were horrible. So I, and I don't know the name. To, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And bro, they were like eighteen bucks or some shit like that. It I was not like forty three dollars for that shit. Yeah, no, it was bad. It was fucking. It was fucking. And bad. then, not to mention, you just got to go to the bathroom like right after that, bro. Because you're on the plane, you're not eating for hours, oh, and then you just yeah. gorge with some food because we got to oh, take yeah. another flight. Yeah, that shit was crazy. So anyway, we got a little sidetracked with these like little anecdotes, anecdotes and shit. But um. So once we were in Washington, what happened from there? We had to get on another layover to to Cali, LA, right? We were yeah. going to LA. Yeah, we, we we got on another layover. Yeah, and then uh, we had to fly through a fucking thunderstorm. <laughs> that turbulence is always fun. Yeah, not at all, bro. This man was next to me because you know he said he doesn't like flying. He he was next to me in the seat, and every time there'd be some turbulence, my man's hand would <laughs> he'd grab like the lunch tray in front of him. He'd be like, <laughs> like, he'd like <laughs> I feel like I would be I'd dying be like this, laughing, bro, every single fucking time. <laughs> Yeah, that plane would jolt a little bit, bro. I'd be like, fuck. I'd be like fucking jumping, bro. <laughs> Yo, no, it really was. Bro, it's scary, no. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, hell yeah, know. it is, bro. I haven't been on a plane in fucking years before yeah. that, so I didn't know what the fuck turbulence felt like. And then when you hit it, it's like, oh, that's what it feels like. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy, bro. So long story short, we got out of that fucking chaotic flight. We land. We meet our other friend, <laughs> young. <laughs> Young, Young Blix. Blix Mob. I know we mentioned him in like the last episode of shit. Shout out Blix. Uh, yeah, we met him there. He was chilling. 
And then uh, we made our way outside, right? We took an Uber or some shit. Yeah, we took an Uber. The the one thing that I remember, and I still remember it so vividly to this day, was the pink skies. Well, I remember standing there was, like, looking around. Yeah, we go, we wa- when we got out of the airport, I remember when we were getting into the Uber, because we had to take the Uber to, to the car, because we rented out a car when we were there right. for a week. And what did we, we stayed a week, right? Yeah, seven days. It was about a week. Yeah. Um, we had, the Uber driver had to drive us to this location to pick up the vehicle. It was like some, some like something literally out of like GTA type shit. But, um, I remember the, the, the first thing that I saw was the, uh, cause this was the first time too that I've ever seen like palm trees yeah. in my life. And I, and I saw palm trees and I saw like a pink sky and I was like, wow, like this shit, like this, it, it's, this is really real. Like you don't mm-hmm. just see this shit on TVs and movies. Like they don't, there's no fairy tale shit to that. Like right. that was the one thing that called me. And when we were flying, because we had landed during like sunset, which was, and so like when you were flying into LA, into the sunset, I just remember seeing like this whole, I mean, it was gorgeous. I mean, that was the one thing that I saw that I was like, wow, like this is crazy. I remember you saying like, I'm living here. I want to move here. Like as soon as you saw that shit. Yeah, I wanted to, I definitely wanted first, to move. Yeah. Now I don't. But yeah, because right. this this story takes a little bit of a turn. There's so many things that happened on this trip, but anyway, yeah. So going forward, we got in the car, we whoop de boop, we went back to the crib. The what was it like an Airbnb? We stayed yeah, at, it was right? a, the Castano Avenue in Pasadena, California. The Castano Avenue, the Castano Piano. Yeah, don't forget that. Castano shout Piano. out Blix. Yeah, shout out Blix. Um, yeah. So we got back to the Airbnb. We set up shop. Didn't we eat like some fucking bro? I'm not gonna bro. lie. It was like the unhealthiest week of my bro. life. Damn near. <laughs> we bro, bro. We went up. to Carl's Jr. No. At night, we went to Wait, Carl's. I think Jr. I was uh, like a vegan. I was plant based for like ten months. Nah, but I was I was plant based. That first time. night was Carl's Jr. I remember what did that. I eat though? Because I wasn't eating meat at the time. I don't, you had something. They had oh, I think they had like a veggie burger. I think they had a meatless burger, some shit like that. That I remember disgusting. me and Blix were picking the fuck out, bro. Yeah, I had the fries and shit like that. We yeah, sat at that, no, t- that, that was dingy awesome. little table and we ate yeah. that Carl's yep. Jr. and shit. Yeah, we like yo, we're really in Cali right now. Yeah, that was that was really the biggest thing that was going through our minds. We were like sitting there, and we were like, yo, we're in California right yeah, now. Was like, this shit is lit. It was lit, bro. Initially, um, so once we got done with the Carl's Jr., we set up shop. D- like, dude, there's so many things that happened like during this trip. Oh, a lot. Like the first night, once we went to bed and woke up, like, what did we do the next day? You remember? I think the next day, because we wanted to set up a little studio in the house. Right. I think the next. Did we go to Sam Ash the next day? Yeah, I think we went the next day because yeah. we wanted to. We wanted to rent out speakers. We wanted to rent out like keyboards if we needed them. Um, By the way, they fucked up my keyboard. This is part of the reason I don't want to fly with, you know, Alaska or anything. Because I I packed a keyboard, and I should have listened to my mom because she was like, honestly, you should get a case. They're going to throw it around. Mm -hmm. I was like, Ma, Mm -hmm. I know what the fuck. I remember that you tried to plug it in, and this shit was like. And I plugged it in. It worked, but I I was missing like three keys. Like, they were bent and all fucked up. And I was like, damn, they really fucked my shit up, man. And so I was like, fuck. Like, I still used it, but it was like, it was broken. I I pretty much threw it away at the end of the trip. I was like, I'm not going to bring this home. Like, I could just buy another one for 100 or something. But, um, yeah, like, next day we, we, like, got the speakers, went to Sam Ash, you know, rented out some equipment or whatever for the week, and we started just cooking up. And that was lit. I'm not going to lie. Like, initially it was it was lit because we started cooking up. Oh, it was dope. I mean, we were waking and, up in the morning at, like, 7, 8 in the morning, where yeah. back here it was, like, 4 in the morning. So They were getting pissed at And us we stuff. were, yeah. And we were, yo, <laughs> we, we, were, yo, we were banging music at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. So, like so 808s yeah. and everything was going crazy. Yeah, we made fire, though. Like we made a lot of beats. made some beats that Blix got on. Yeah, yeah shit was yeah, lit. That sh- no, that shit was gas. But this is where, like, we had a lot of fun on this trip, but shit kind of, like, was 
was weird there. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, and it was God. also 2020, so like you know, COVID. Yeah, we went. We went literally. Like mind you, we went literally like during like the the midst of the the midst of the pandemic. Shit. Yeah, yeah. It was it was rough. Yeah. Um, but we still wanted to go. We just said fuck it. Like I, we gotta leave. I mean, yeah. We were like, it's one life. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we were willing. And we to, did what we did. Yep, exactly. And so we got there, and and and, and this is why I say like things started to turn a little bit you know it didn't it didn't really go the way that we thought because like <clears throat> the tenants we didn't realize that we had another tenant or when we booked the air yeah that Airbnb, was we didn't have we had like another tenant living in the and other that was part of that was house. fucked up with the dude because he never told us that he he never he was like the house is free there's no one in there i live in the back he lived in like the back yeah he had like a like, separate house in yeah the he back. had like a separate house in the back so he was like you know the only person that's on the property is me and we were like all right that's cool we're, we're cool with that and um, when we were in when we were in the house, um, we started playing music and we started um, jamming out, jamming out, rocking out, making beats. We'd hear like this banging. Yeah, they were aggressive. And we're like, "Yo, me and you looked at each other like, yo, is somebody like robbing the house? Like, what the fuck is going on, bro? All yeah. you would hear is eight oh eight hit. Yeah. Well, it was early. Yeah. And they were like, "Yo, we were like, who the fuck is here? So then the who, what was his name? Was his name James? I think it was James. I think it was James. Yeah, he came up to the door, knocked on the door, and he was like, yo, we're getting a little bit of a complaint um, about loud music. And we were like, for, I mean, first of all, like we told the guy straight up, we're like, we thought we were the only people in this house. He was like, no, we actually have a separate uh, room in the house where some where a couple lives or some shit like that. And we were like. Yeah. I mean, mind you, it was right, early. Like, it was early when we were like making the music and shit, but we kind of went out there to like have a spot to cook up and be free. That's why we yeah, didn't we really didn't, we didn't want to stay at a hotel. Remember, yeah, we no, said facts. the number thing we did, we didn't want to stay at a hotel. We wanted to get a house. So, so for James to do that, that was not P. Like he, he was not. No, nah, no, nah, he wasn't pushing P at all. This shit was a violation, bro. Even if it was in the fine print of the Airbnb, you got to tell people like outright, like yo, there's somebody else here. Like there's a tenant here, and yeah. we we really weren't yeah. aware of that. And maybe that's like partly our fault, but. Like I said, it was like one of those fine print things. You got to mm-hmm. look through. I don't know. It was weird. I hate when people do that. Um, but anyway, so that's when things started to shift a little bit because we couldn't really comfortably cook up like we wanted to. Mm-hmm. So then we traveled to a bunch of different spots. We got some cool food. And I'm trying to think, like, you had some people pull up that worked on music and shit. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Zeon, um, Mida, and then I forgot what his brother's name was. Um, but all three of them dope. It was Zeon's brother actually they lived too out that there came. Or no? Yeah, they lived out there. And me and Zeon were actually um before that we were thinking about work we were sending like demos back and forth to each other. Um this was when I was really doing like a lot of the trap and dubstep yeah. shit. And uh Zeon was like, Well, yo, you're gonna be in California, so why not? Let's let's link up. So yeah. um I think he was about an hour from us. Not too far, but you know, um he made the drive, all three of them made the drive, shout out to them. Um, and me and Zeon, we, we got pretty much a record done. We're still sitting on it till this day. I don't yeah. know if it'll ever come out, but his music um, is fire. Too, yeah. His shit is fire, bro. He's a, he's a fucking crazy producer. That kid. He's nice. Um, all, all those guys are, they're all, they're all dope producers. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty sick. Um, we also had, um, Gab and, uh, Patty, Patty the body, Patty the body. No, we had Gab, <laughs> uh, Patty and Cass. Yeah, those um, mm-hmm. those are a couple people that we knew out there. So they pulled up. That was when I was doing the heavyweight stream. Right after I had signed wow. with heavyweight, that was the uh, the stream that um, I remember yeah. watching that on the TV. 
Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember Fido Silva DJing. Fido, I remember oh, watching everybody Fido set. Silva, crazy producer. That was probably the best thing about the trip was collaborating and connecting with different people. That was yeah, I agree. A whole with that. other I agree state, with that. like yeah. you know, thousands yeah. of miles away, but like you connect on the music or you just chill with them. Like it was super dope. I even linked up with shout out Zay Tracks. Me and Blix pulled up to Zay Tracks, his crib in the uh, a dope producer from California. I forgot which part of Cali. Because we stayed in Pasadena, but I think it was out in... Uh, it was a little far, I remember you told me. Close to, like, L.A. itself. I feel like it was right yeah. outside of L.A. or some shit. I, I don't know. I don't know the neighborhood exactly. It's. I just remember the street and walking in, and he had, like, a dope setup and shit. We made some dope samples and beats and shit. Next time I'm out there, I got to link him again, because that shit was lit. But should, um, we, uh, should we talk about the chicken and waffles? Oh, that night when we went to... All right, so boom. <laughs> we went one night... To get some, t- wasn't it Blix's idea? Yeah, Blix was like, "Yo, I'm out here, boy. I gotta eat some chicken and waffles." <laughs> Yo, Blix was, <laughs> yeah, he really wanted that chicken and waffles. He wanted it, bro. It was he was jonesing for it, bro. It was Roscoe's. Roscoe's, yeah. Roscoe's knows like L.A. County yeah. shit. No, no, that shit was fire, bro. Yeah. I don't think me and you got the chicken waffle. We got something else, but that shit was vegan. Fire. And no disrespect to vegans at the time, but. Or no disrespect to vegans in general, but I was like plant based at the time. I'm just so glad I'm not doing that shit anymore. Um. It was like I was, we went to Roscoe's, I think I got a salad. Like, who goes to Roscoe's to get a fucking salad, bro? Like, shit was so corny, like, you know what I mean? But anyway, we were out there, and I'm trying to remember what happened. Like, we pulled up there, it was like kind of a long wait for the food. Like, 30 minutes damn near for the food? 30, bro? Try like an hour. Really? Yeah, dude, because I remember getting fucking impatient. I was like, what the fuck is, how does chicken and waffles take a fucking hour? So, so funny because I remember Blake's eating it afterwards. Oh, and him just God. digging in, I'm bro. Like, he was, looks yo, good. he was in his fucking glory, bro. He was going in. Yo, that shit was, he was going in. So anyway, we pull up to the Roscoe shit. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That part of LA was hood as fuck. Like it was yeah. like we oh, was yeah. in the hood. I was like, I, as soon as we got out the car, like even pulled up to that street. I don't know what the street was exactly, was but on the corner. I remember it was on the corner. Was I don't, it again, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was Melrose, bro. Was it Melrose? Close to Melrose, I think. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't, we don't really know. Yeah, yeah we're not like great with California, but but it was it might, a, it might have been Melrose. I think it was close to. It Melrose might have or been, or corner, yeah, it was close Melrose, to it. Some yeah. shit like that. No, it was off the corner of Melrose. It was off the corner. I remember it because it was a side street, and then it had it was Roscoe's was right here, and yeah. then Melrose was right here. Yeah, so it was on the corner right shit there. Was hand, bro. Like we we got there, and yeah. I knew as soon as we started pulling up, I was like, oh, we're in the hood right now. Like this is this is kind of hoodie. Yeah, because everybody was outside and. It really has nothing to do with race or, like, color or nothing like that. It really just has everything to do with the vibe and, like, the kind of people that are out there. Because oh, I yeah. saw white, black, Latino. I saw all kinds of people out there. But it was, like, the vibe that I – you could sense the energy. It was, like, all right, we got to be on our P's and Q's out here because, like, anything could happen type shit. Like, we're not from here. So we pulled up there to get the Roscoe's. And I remember there was this dude there. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I think he was cripping, bro. Like – yeah, bro, he was. I think he was crippling. Yo, he was going crazy. Yeah, he over was syrup, bro. Yeah, he was spazzing on the fucking worker, which was that shit was not cool, bro. But. No, not at all, like, bro. It was fucking syrup. Yeah, he was going crazy over syrup, bro. Yo, they gave yo they gave this man. I'm gonna tell you the story. They gave this man chicken and waffles, right? <laughs> and they served the shit on him. They served the shit to him on a fucking platter, right, bro? Yeah. Yo, the one thing my man curses starts going crazy about <laughs> is the syrup that they didn't give him. Extra syrup or some shit. I forgot. I mean, you got to get him screaming. He's like, where my syrup at? <laughs> Yo, he, he was, was going crazy. Yeah, he bro. was tight, bro. He was going nuts, bro. And he was like, and the guy was trying to get him the syrup and shit. And he's like, oh, my brother, my bad. I'll get it for you. He's like, yeah, my brother, nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah, my brother, nigga. Like, don't talk to me like that. He, he was getting mad, pissed off and shit. And I was like, yeah. Yo. 
this is getting kind of hectic, and everybody like around was starting to feel the vibes. Like, yo, yeah, yo, I looked at you and I'm like, bro, we better get shot up or something. We're fucking chicken (laughs) wild. His ham, bro. Like, we was there, and I was like, bro, I really just want my salad. Like, I don't know why I'm at a Roscoe's anyway. This is God's way of telling me get the fuck out of here. You don't belong here right now. But we kept it cool, and I was like, I'm gonna just keep my eyes forward, mind my business. But we saw all that shit, and that dude was getting like heated over some syrup and shit. He was was antsy as fuck over some syrup, like. So I'm glad we got our shit. Went home. We we saw. What did you get? Did you get the chicken and waffles? No, no, I got like some chicken sandwich that they had there. Some like because I was Good. trying to eat somewhat healthy too. I mean, because we ate like shit the whole week. So I was trying to eat yeah. somewhat healthy. I got like some like grilled chicken sandwich or some shit like that. Ah, uh, yeah, that's probably but, right. yeah, it was pretty valid. Yeah, like so. <laughs> I just remember Blix eating like a giant waffle with chicken and shit like that. <laughs> and I was like, this man is feasting right now. Yo, shout out to Blix. Even on the plane ride home, this man yeah. fucking ate bro. like filet mignon. Yo, filet, like, gar- uh, mashed, like garlic mashed potatoes. Bro, this man is like feasting, bro, on the plane. <laughs> this man was, bro, he was having yeah. the time of his life. Nah, but, um, yeah, so we, we went home after that. It's like little shit like this, though, like for mm-hmm. the whole trip that just kind of like, yeah. I wouldn't there say was, derailed it, but it just like, you know. There was something in that house. Yeah, talk about there it. There was something in that house it because it haunted, honestly. I don't know if it was haunted. I felt like somebody died in there. If I if I'm, <laughs> if I'm gonna keep it a bug, if I'm if I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. The first the first two nights we were there, I was fine. And then I started getting this crazy anxiety from being in the house. I don't know what it was. I don't know I don't know what it was, but I was starting to feel it too a little bit. I don't know if it was because I could feel your energy or if it was just like I don't know, me honestly, too. Bro. Just it was just it. I remember that one time we went to <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm gonna tell a little crazy story right now. So I don't really I don't really smoke. I've smoked a couple times in my life. I'm not a big big smoker, so I don't really have a big tolerance, right? Yeah. So started getting a little bit of anxiety when I was there. So I was like, you know what? Let's go to a dispensary because you and Blake wanted to hit the dispensary. So I was like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. Walking to the dispensary, I speak to one of the one of the girls there. Mind you, too, the women in California, I don't know what it is, are 10 times easier to talk to than the women in New York. I'm going to just keep that. More easy going, kind of. Yeah, I'm going to just keep that. Some of them could be stuck up, though. So um, I was talking with this chick who worked there, um, and I told her, I was like, look, I'm having a little bit of anxiety. I don't know what, I don't know why. And she was like, okay, we have this strain. I think it was called anxiety killer, which is crazy. So I was like, I'm not not trying to smoke, but she was like, all right, so we have something in the (laughs) CBD form. So I was like, all right, all right, we're so I think it was what was it thirty? It came in like thirty, fifty, and like sixty milligram. I don't remember exactly what it was, but um, so she hands it to me and she was like, "Okay, since you don't really smoke, I don't recommend taking the full t- taking the full thing." So I was like, All right, "Yeah, I'm I'm gonna not do that." <laughs> um, she's like, "I remember I recommend just taking like half, maybe like half or maybe even like a quarter of it." So I was like, "All right, I got you. I'm not gonna do that." I think that night. <laughs> That was when everything flipped. Yes. Everything went completely 180. Warped. Um, <laughs> that night, we were getting ready to go to, what was it, the L.A. sign? The Hollywood yeah, sign. The yeah. Hollywood sign. And, this was uh, at uh, Griffith Observatory. Griffith, yeah, yeah, yeah. And before we left, I started having a little bit of anxiety. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to pop one of those. <laughs> I popped the full thing. <laughs> <laughs> I popped like, the fuck it. It's like, fuck it. You know, maybe maybe this will help. help. It'll yeah, help. Yeah. It'll help. <laughs> Bro. Well, because this is not a CBD gummy. This is an actual that has THC. THC. You know what I mean? Bro. Yeah. Bro. We were driving on our way to the Griffith Observatory. I'm not going to lie, bro. I thought I thought I was going to crash that car. But I, <laughs> I, I had I'm, no I'm idea. I didn't because I didn't want to tell you. That's I didn't want crazy. you to freak out. I didn't want you and Blake to freak out. But I literally, bro, like, I thought I, was, I thought we were going to die that night. I'm being <laughs> honest, bro. I thought my funeral was going to be held in California like the week after. And, like, everything was, like, I'm, I'm being honest, bro. 
So we had got to the Griffith Observatory, and bro, I'm getting out, walking like my head is like woozy, woozy, bro. Like, dude, I see the Hollywood sign, bro, and I like see twelve of them. Bro, I thought now, now at this point, when we get to the Hollywood sign, Griffith Observatory, we're looking out because that was a dope view. That was like one of the oh best. Oh my god, bro! Parts the, about the probably trip. one of the nicest views I've ever seen. Yeah, bro. I and we gotta person. go back there at some point. It was yeah, amazing. Absolutely. They filmed absolutely. that movie Rebel Without a Cause there. With Terminator, James bro. Dean and Terminator. Terminator yeah, was from that pretty too. famous spot. Yeah. But um, so talk me through this. Like you were there, and I think I remember you saying like, "Oh, this actually helped my anxiety a lot." I thought it did at the time. Well, maybe like when you got there out of the. Car, I think I think when way. we I think another thing too that was fucking me up was we were staying in the house for way too long, so I was like, "Yo, we gotta get out. We gotta go do things. We gotta and and again, if you know if you're if you're out of town or you're in another state and you're staying in a room, you know, and and you're not experienced, you're not going out and you're not experiencing things, right? After a while, I think anybody would start to get anxious. They'd be yeah. like, "All right, what is going on? What am I doing? You know what I mean?" So, That's I why think I that going was for runs like each yeah, day. yeah. I th- I think um I think when we had got out at Griffith and we were walking around and hanging out, it was it wasn't as bad. But it was like when we were going back home, like on our way back home, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, am I gonna get anxiety again? And then boom, as yeah. soon as we did, I remember like coming home, bro. I think I went to bed that night like at eight o'clock. Like I was I just, that. I yo, like my like. That gummy well, fucked me up. Yeah, I think I took one fucked that night too because you said it had helped you. Yes, you took one too. So and I, I think took, you got robbed. And I'm too. not a smoker either. Like I'll dabble maybe here and there, mm-hmm. with it, but I, I don't I don't smoke anymore. And like I took a full one. You know, it's a pretty low dose though for for like anybody. Yeah, who smokes, but I mean, if you dose. don't if you don't smoke at all, no, it's like near you, it's gonna kill yeah, you because your liver is like, gonna, gonna process get, yeah. the THC differently. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. So I took one. Mind you, we slept in the same bed yeah. that tri- for most yeah. of that trip because there, was only, had to, there yeah. was only a couch and like one bed. Yeah. Which so that which that guy like, missed he misled on us too because he told us that there were two bedrooms. In in I remember seeing it because wow. that was the only reason why I bought it. Because I was like, you know Wouldn't what? We have seen that in the pictures though. Like what the we fuck would have seen them in the pictures, but I don't I don't know I don't know what his deal was, bro. He he lied about a lot of shit that dude, and that was another thing that pissed me off with that whole trip. <laughs> yeah, James, he didn't keep a pee, yeah, bro. No, nah, he didn't keep a pee at all. Fucking fucking James, bro. But anyway, boom, I take the gummy and you were dealing with some anxiety. So we went for a walk around the block and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, honestly, I might smoke like a joint. I don't really feel it. You know what I mean? Typical edible experience. I don't feel the edible, bro. And then you're just fucking rocked, you know, after about an hour you're or two. Smacked. So boom, we get back to the room or whatever, the house. And we're watching. I'm watching one of the worst movies that I think I've ever seen in my life with Blix. It's Sandy Wexler by Adam Sandler, and he's in it with a few people. Some people think it's funny, but yeah, I all I heard laughing. was you two fucking laughing your asses off. <laughs> I think he was laughing, bro. I was just kind of like going along with it. But at one point, I remember looking at the screen, like the edible hadn't hit, it hadn't hit, it hadn't hit, and I looked at the screen at one point, and I was like, like my perception just instantly like changed, and it was like I. I'm not going to lie, bro. I got scared like instantly. I was like, this is going to be an ordeal now. I was like, this is going to be something. <laughs> bro, I you felt get, my heart start to you go. You get that feeling, bro. Yeah, you get that fucking feeling, dude. Like just wonked out. And I was like, these are all actors in this movie. This movie is retarded. Like they're all just, what are they doing? Like I just, I, that was a thought that I had. I'm like, I can't even really watch this right now. Bro, isn't it, isn't it fucking hilarious too, bro? The bed that Blix was sleeping on, bro. That shit looked like a crib. <laughs> <laughs> and he was snoring OD. I think he has... Doesn't he have like sleep apnea or something? So he was snoring. I don't know, bro. All I heard in the middle of the night was. <laughs> That's why we had to sleep in the same heard, bed because it was too loud out there. <laughs> That's all I fucking it was heard, loud bro. As fuck, bro. It was like 30 dBs. 
his snoring was Lex. I love you, kid, but you know you know what it was that trip. <laughs> you know what it was, gang. Like you fucked us up, gang. No, 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 no. So boom. We're watching the movie and I'm like just walking around. Cause I was like going back and forth between like, all right, I'm high, but like fuck it. There's nothing I could do about it, so I'm gonna enjoy it. But then I was going back and forth between that and like, I don't like this. This is like freaking me out. And I went in the bathroom looking at my hands. I'm like, I'm smacked right now. Like, this is crazy. And then I don't even know, bro. I don't even think I slept much that night because I don't think either of us did. To be bro, honest, I remember point, waking up like three times in the night. Bro, t- tell like, them about when it was like three or four in the yo, morning. We both rolled over at one was, point and just looked at each other like, bro, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yo, that shit was crazy, bro. We literally woke up. I think it was probably like 3.45 in the morning. We wake up and like I'm like sleeping on the left side. He's sleeping on the right. I wake up, bro. We li- It was like something out of a movie, bro. Yeah. We look over at each other and we're like. We didn't even say anything. I don't think. No, I don't think we said anything. We just were like. No. Like, like we, it was just like a head shake. It was just a head shake. And then we went right back to bed. It was, it was like, just no. understood. Yeah, I don't know. There was something in that house. I'll never. I don't even think I'll drive down that road when I go back to California. Nah, I have no desire to go. I there. have. I don't want to stay in Pasadena at all. Shout nah, out, you know, nah. Pasadena. There's probably good spots there, but no. Nah. San Diego good. was cool though. When we went oh with Gabby, San Diego uh, was a was Patty, there? Patty met up with us at night. I think Patty met up went with to us. the beach and shit. I think it might have just been Gabby and Cass. Was it? I don't. I don't remember. I don't really remember, but um, we. We gotta talk. You know what we gotta talk about? What happened? I said a girl. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yo, how do we, we even have... explain that? We gotta figure out a way to edit the video. <laughs> we gotta show yeah. that video or have Blix pull up and do a demonstration. <laughs> Cause that shit. That was top five. Blix did a dance that top night, five. and it was kind of like an inside joke. But the shit that he did. Oh my god, man! It was so funny. I, you man. can't I even explain it. You have to like just see it. Yeah. I laughed so hard. I don't. That night. I couldn't breathe. I could. I literally couldn't fucking breathe. I mean, yeah, that was. Blix. Blix is hilarious, bro. But nah, the girls was cool. Um, I think we should. I don't know if they're friends anymore, right? I don't know, cause I remember Gabby came from L.A. to New York, and I hung out with her for like a week mm. in New York. Do you still keep in touch with her? Sometimes, yeah. She's she's mad supportive. Cool, man. Um, she's up. you. She was cool. She was always cool when we were. With yeah, her. she was cool. We she dealt with some. Cool, uh, <laughs> we dealt with a little bit of drama out yeah, there. Yeah, there was a little bit of drama, but just a little bit of drama. Just out a there. little bit. But everybody was cool. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. They showed us mad love. You know what I mean? It felt yeah. like yeah, it, we were just part of the crew type shit, just hanging out. I really felt that vibe. Like, yo, this is Cali. Like, this is what we do out here. Like, we just mm-hmm. meet up, it's make vibe. music, vibe. It's yeah. it's like more laid back, way more. Yeah. I don't know. It's like more. Way more chill than New York. New York is like go 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 go. go. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it could be. It's a definitely lot. a laid back vibe. Yeah, no, that's yeah, true. Facts, bro. And like, I'll never forget that trip. But going back to what we said that night when we took the edibles and shit and woke up, I don't think I slept a wink that night. I was in the airport. I had hell anxiety nah, yeah. in the airport too because I didn't sleep and I was yeah, like, I want to go home. Yeah. My tooth. Remember my gum? My tooth. Was oh hurting. my god! I yeah, had pain yeah. and I was getting like this numbing cream and shit to help it. I yeah, it was it was rough coming home and then now. Let's talk about the flight home now. Getting on that plane and the turbulence like before we landed and shit. <laughs> this man hates flying. So you could just imagine his mind at this point. My man's was going through a lot. And so was I, low key. But I was like Well, yeah, I mean, for me that was I was definitely going through a lot because I had lost my grandmother. Right. Two weeks before I think we got on the plane. Two weeks before we went. Yeah. Um, my dog died. You remember Tonka? Oh man, rest in peace. My dog Tonka, died. Man. Yeah, he was he was a G. God damn. Um, 
And then at the time, I had actually me and my ex girlfriend had actually like broke up. Broken up, up yeah. Like I remember that it was that. a lot. So, yeah, it was a lot. It, it was a lot on my mind. So I, I definitely was. I was in a dark place mentally. Yeah. I definitely was in a dark place. Um, but yeah, no. Getting getting back on that plane was was fucked. <laughs> like fucked. Yeah, we were we were all kind of exhausted. I think except for Blix. Blix. Hey, shout out to Blix. Oh, Blix yeah, really. Yeah, he's like, a fucking soldier, bro. He's, he's just, just kick back and shit. You know, Blix literally kick back, kick back and eat like steaks and garlic mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes, cream. anything you wanted. Yo, that's so funny. So we get on this plane. We're on it for oh, it's fucking forty eight hours or some shit. I don't even know. <laughs> we were on the plane for so long, bro. Like it was probably only five or six hours. But when you're flying for that long, you just feel like you feel like you're this on a plane is an forever. eternity. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This is where I will reside for the rest of my life. Like that's how you this feel. This is where I will reside. Like. So we're on this plane. We're starting to get towards the end of the flight, you know, grueling flight, like five, six hours. Oh, my God. No layovers this time. Thank God. Thank God. It's a straight shot. We, um, oh, you know what's funny, too? Guess what the flight number was, because we had to book like a separate flight to make sure we didn't have a layover. Remember the flight number coming what home? What was it? It was 666. <laughs> we were like, yeah, we Thank might God you even... didn't tell me this, because I don't remember that. No, I think I told you. I don't think you did, you because like, I wouldn't have gotten on that plane. <laughs> you were like, we got to cancel this. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Six, six. You remember that? No. I think you were just dealing with so much that like you- I think you I probably were, just shut it out. Like, I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm, that's the least of my fucking worries. Yeah. But that's fucking yeah, crazy, Yeah, the flight number bro. was 666, bro. So it was like- wow. Thank shit. God. Yo, if you would have really told me, I wouldn't have gotten on that plane. I'm being honest. I would have taken Amtrak or something. <laughs> I would have put a bindle on my back, bro, and I would have started walking home. Bro, that's wild when you really think about it. That's insane. Like the, the, the time- I mean, it's That's just... insane. Anyway, so we get on that flight. We're almost home now. The last twenty minutes of that flight, like oh the landing, my god, yo, was yo. I don't know berserk. what it is flying into JFK. If if any of you guys right, have flown into JFK, I think every time, because ever since LA now, I've I've been flying a lot. Every time I fly into JFK, there's always something with the landing. Always, <laughs> there's always, bro. The every fucking time, dude. Dude, I was driving. I was flying into fucking Miami, bro, a month ago. Me and my dad are flying are flying into JFK, and these two people next to me. Bro, this motherfucker goes low, and then he's going fast, and then he's going slow, and then he's going fast. And I'm like, bro, we started looking at each other, and this woman is like, we should have landed like five minutes ago. And I'm like, please don't tell me that. I'm like, please. I literally told him, like, please don't tell me that. And like, yo, I'm like this looking out the window. I'm like, yo, if this mother, like, what's going on? Like, I'm like, I'm like, what's going? Like, I'm looking over the trees, bro. I like see my dead ass, see my house outside. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, but I don't know what it is. Something with like landing, but go on with that. (laughs) So the last 10 to 20 minutes of this this plane ride are hell because we're just, there's like no visibility. It's dark. It's like pitch black at night. Yeah. I look over to this dude on the fucking right. This motherfucker is snoring so peacefully. He's like, <laughs> meanwhile, the plane is like going up and down and you could just feel the plane starting to drop in altitude. Like, and we looked at each other. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker is going down. <laughs> yeah, well, you remember he was like, we're, we'll, he had like an Irish accent or something. He's like, we'll be landing in... He, I don't know, like twenty minutes or something, and and you were like, nah, he's bringing this motherfucker down. <laughs> <laughs> he really was no. though, because we started to descend fast, bro. And I was like, just thinking to myself, like, like, please, God, like, I have a lot that I want to do. Like, this can't be the end right now. <laughs> I was be. like, this is not it. Not There's this no... close to being home, too. The plane no, just can't like, crash. We're, we're in New York. Like, it's one thing to be in a layover and maybe have low fuel. Like, we're in New York at this <laughs> point. Like, low fuel. Come on, guys. Like, God, yeah. just help me out this one time. Like, so boom. So he's bringing this motherfucker down. There's no visibility. All of a sudden, you start to see like the lights of Earth. Yeah. Again. Like the buildings, and you're like, oh shit. 
and we're you here. can't tell. Like some people, you start to hear like little screams from people and shit. Like nobody's like, ah. No, but, but like, some people are like, people start looking <laughs> over their shoulder. They're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, we should have yeah, landed yeah, yeah, already. Yeah. Bro, there's no... And that shit creeps... That shit scares you, bro. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, fuck. If other people are experiencing this, I yeah. gotta be experiencing this shit. Yeah, yeah, facts, bro. And so we look around. We're like... You know, certain people are starting to look around, too. Some people, like I said, there's there's some people that fly so much that they're like, this is my They don't fate. care, bro. This is my they fate. Don't... If, it, if it ends, it ends. Like, And they're just snoring ends, and shit. I'm like, how the fuck are you doing that? But so, boom. He's bringing that motherfucker down. And the next thing you know, we're making that landing. And there's a lot of turbulence. You can't see. I'm like, yo... At that point, you, you just have to, like, let go of control because, I mean, the pilot's doing his thing and you, yeah, you have no literally You have no control. control. The plane goes do down, shit. it goes down. Yeah, you can't so. do shit at that point. So he lands it, though. A pretty pretty rough landing, I feel like. It like, was. It was definitely a... Yeah, no, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely a rough landing. Absolutely. Like, Jesus Christ, man. And but so, I remember when that shit landed, I, rem- I was so grateful, bro. Yeah. I was ready to kiss the ground. I was like... I think your, uh, your sister's husband or something drove us home. Yeah, yeah, shit. he picked us up. Yo, speaking of down... Ralph's, you remember that? <laughs> Yo, this man, 2 a.m. I can't, bro. I, I can't with this story. I fucking, this I This man, uh, shout out to Illusion and 2 a.m. They had the record through Carnage's label come out um on the Heavyweight album called Down. And I told him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Illusion, I don't know if I ever told you this one, bro, but this is, oh, my. This, this is top The record five. was so hard. It's like a trap record, super hard. And, I, you know, I was like, this is the type of record that you kill somebody to. And now, I'm not a violent person. I'm not advocating for any violence. I'm not going to kill anybody. I'm not like that at all. But that's the kind of record that you just think violence because it's just so hard and you're like, like you just want to go ape shit. You know what I mean? So we talked about Ralph's because that was a supermarket in, a supermarket. in Cali. Bro, you know I mean? he said that. goes to show you where our minds were at at this point. Yeah. And I was like, hypothetically, if one were to hear this song in California at Ralph's in L.A., I would go in there, bump my headphones on, and just wave the chopper. <laughs> wave that motherfucker. Let it sing and let it ring. But, you know, luckily it didn't get to He's that like, point. I would wave the chopper. <laughs> yeah. It was just at a point, man, where we were just trying to laugh and have fun, man. Obviously, we're not, we're not on that. No, type we're, of not, we're, we're not. We're not like peaceful, that at all. love, not peace, at all. positivity, all that shit. But, yeah, you know, that was just a funny joke that we, we had made. Shout out to Illusion. Shout out to you for making that record. Super dope record to this day. But that was basically the Cali trip in a nutshell. And I think, um, like, to wrap that whole thing up, why we even just told that story and shit is that we got so far out of our comfort zone doing that. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Uh, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, that was the first time I really traveled across the country, did everything on my own. You know what I mean? So, yeah. for me, it was definitely eye-opening. Bro, it was like, you know... You, you when you when you take trips like that and you do things on your own you you push past like those mental barriers you push past where you've gone before and the, the unknown is very scary for a lot of people i know it's yeah, been you, scary you, for me over the years you push past that like inner child yeah you're kind of letting that inner child go you yeah know it's like I, mean? I have so. to go forward and like grow from this you know what i mean and and that's definitely what we did because we went out there and we made the best of it we met cool people we learned a lot about just like you know the vibes out there and at some point we'll probably go back but that's what traveling does and just just getting out of your um your hometown and shit mm-hmm. like that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like that really yeah. taught me a lot about like just just do it, man. Like if you want to go somewhere, get get in your car and go. Literally. Like, get in a plane and go. Like to what's stopping you? People make a lot of excuses, honestly, for why they don't do things. People make excuses all the time. Yeah, and that's something we that we did I don't it literally like. in the middle of the pandemic, so I don't want to hear any excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you were dealing with a lot of shit at the time. I wasn't even really eating right in my opinion. Like my diet was all fucked up. 
but we still went you know what i mean we made the best of it mm-hmm. and um i actually went to because Me- i went to mexico too hold on we got a little 45 yeah my, my man just held up the sign and said 45 minutes in. 45 minutes in not bad not bad no. it doesn't even feel like that sometimes not when we're talking all. on this not shit. at all we just keep talking and talking but anyway yeah um <clears throat> i remember going to mexico we were talking about this before the podcast went on um Long story short, you know, Mexico was also like another amazing experience for me over this past summer where I went and I traveled. I met some dope people. If you ever want to make friends and just like network and and just like see a whole different culture, I recommend staying in like a good quality hostel and going to another country because it's just like clockwork. The amount of people you meet and the excursions that you go on. It's just like amazing. Like so many different. I was mad cool with so many people from the UK and I had like this German friend. His name was James. Shout out to James if he ever sees this. Yo, it was just so dope. And you did karaoke, you go swimming in the caves, like you turn up with people, there's girls, you know what I'm saying? If you're a girl, there's guys or whatever you're into, like whatever you want, bro, is is there for you. And it's cheap, bro. Like it's super cheap because it's a hostel and shit. Some people have it in their heads that hostels are fucked up and that they're dirty. And nah, like a lot of the hostels are made like for like an inclusive, safe experience for those people coming from all countries who want to like travel, you know what I mean? And don't want to have to spend OD money and shit. But, yeah, that definitely got me out of my comfort zone a lot. And at the time, I was doing this. Cr- People aren't going to believe this when I oh say it. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> what I, I was doing some shit at the time. I'm not going to say what company it was, but I was teaching Chinese children online English. <laughs> me. I was sitting there with, like, a button down. And I'm not going to lie, I fucking hated it because I'm not, like, a very formal person. I don't even really – just don't really fit there you know mr gino yeah they called me (laughs) (laughs) they had to call me teacher and shit and i'm sitting there with my button down and i'm teaching these kids these kids half the time don't even want to be there like they're just (laughs) their their parents are i just can't picture you in a fucking button bro and i had i had the headset yeah oh my god (laughs) the headset and everything dude if you could ever get a picture (laughs) i don't think i'd ever live that that shit bro so bro you wouldn't even imagine bro wouldn't even imagine, bro. Like, I was just doing any... I was just trying to hustle at the time and just, like... I, I was trying different things because at the time, I was like, I want to travel. I'm sick of New York. And I don't know. I was, like, kind of confused at the time of what to do. But I don't really regret it. I just overall thought it was, like... Yeah. I mean, not you. Was, yeah, no. Nah, it, look, it got you the bread to do what you wanted to do. Yeah. For a little while, so, it was fine. You, know, you, know. you, you, can't, you can't mock that. I did it for a few months. And then at the end of it, like, I remember one class... Like, there was these kids in there. They weren't responding to my shit. I, wa- I really wanted to just quit. And I, I basically quit. Uh, like, in the middle of the fucking <laughs> teaching session, which you're not supposed to. You get fined. You, like aban- you, you abandoned all I those just, poor kids, bro. Dude, these three <laughs> or four kids. kids looked up to you, bro. <laughs> and you fucking abandoned them, bro. <laughs> Man, fuck them kids now. <laughs> He's like, yo, you deadass went into work and was like, I fucking quit. In the middle of class. I never went back, bro. I never booked He's another like, I class. I never went back, bro. It was like one day I was like, it, the feeling was so overwhelming, He's like, bro. I never went back, I was bro. like, I can't do this anymore. Like, these kids aren't responding. I'm out. I hate this. Delete. And I just clicked the X in the corner. Yeah. And the kids were probably just looking at the screen like. <laughs> like, I was just gone. Like, and they never heard from me again. Like. So long story short, that had to end at some point. But um, it's still gone. a cool experience. And the whole Mexico trip. I can go into more detail about it, but just a, just traveling in general, you get out of your comfort zone. It's just so expansive of an experience, and just mm-hmm. I was so grateful to have it. The Cali trip too. You said you went to Colorado. Like, 
just you know yeah travel, we man. that's why we really wanted to bring this up and like speak about this on this on this episode because um a lot of people are you know like you said before a lot of people make excuses to not go somewhere and not do yeah, something talk about that i feel like that's a good topic <clears throat> like <clears throat> with me i hate flying but if i want to go somewhere i'll do it right. i'll get on a plane and do it because i know nine out of ten times that's the more reasonable way to get somewhere mm-hmm. again i've never i've never you know went on a cross-country road trip i've never done shit like that but um and one day i will i know i will because i really want to and i think that's dope but you know obviously if you need to be somewhere if you need to be somewhere in a in a quick time right obviously the best place to you know the best way to do it is by plane let's be honest i mean it's the quickest way and the most convenient way so um a lot of people will make excuses for you know not going here not doing that or i work too much or i do this or do that which again a lot of us everybody has jobs believe me we always have we all have jobs we have responsibilities we have all that stuff but bills and shit um yeah, yeah but you know when it comes time to do something a lot of people will come up with an excuse you know they'll come up yeah. with something that holds them back but in reality it really doesn't you know what i mean so well that's a fact bro and i think one of the biggest illusions in life is that you need to have a lot of money to do this and do that and get this no. done that's one of the biggest i know joey diaz has said on his podcast it's like one of the biggest fallacies to ever be put out there it's like there's an illusion that if you don't have money you can't do this do that but like once you start living and doing what you want to do and just like having that faith you know what i mean just mm-hmm. like go for it the universe I mean, yeah is obviously like, you need bread to yeah. survive but yeah. yeah like you need a little bit or maybe you need more than a little bit i don't know your situation but it's like you you make it work for for you like and the universe will support you in in, in the ways that you know you need like you'd be surprised how when you take that first step and that leap of faith, how the universe just like kind of conspires to help yeah. you. Yeah. It's like no, I've it's seen true. it so many times in my life. I know you've probably seen it as well. It's like when you're on your last dollar, your last dime, or like you have you don't you don't know how you're gonna pay the bills, or like your kid needs new diapers and you don't got it. Like something is gonna pop for you. Something happens. So I, happen. I believe in that. I believe just, in that. 100%. Just keep following your purpose, man. Follow your intuition, and like you'll you'll get there. You know, trust me. I've seen it happen so many times, and you know that's why I just have faith with a lot of situations but yeah so i think uh i think that wraps it up for this episode facts um again i think we pretty much hit all the points that we kind of wanted to talk about yeah we about. just wanted to talk about traveling getting out of your comfort zone you know a couple funny anecdotes <laughs> and shit like that <laughs> flying but yeah man just go do it Ni- nike doesn't say go try it they say just do it so just fucking do it man that's true that's it go do it and that about wraps right. it up Sonic Boys, we out. Peace out. Peace.